everybody, and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Food Worth Working. I am your host, Laura Williams, and welcome. And thanks for joining. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. And um, let me tell you a little bit about Food Worth Forking. I talk about all things food, culinary, lifestyle, what's happening out here in this world of ours, and dating, like do's and don'ts, what needs to happen on the first date, um, love, lots of love, lots and lots of love. So, um, well, let's get started into this episode. And I'm excited today because I am talking to a hustler, a sugar hustler, a head sugar hustler. Um, I am talking today with Ronnie Singletary, who is the creator and head sugar hustler of Sugar Hustle Apparel and Accessories. So let me tell you a little bit about Ronnie. I met Ronnie a few years ago at a food event, um, probably one of the first food events that I've ever gone to. And she was um, like one of the first people I met at the event who was happy to be there smiling and talking about her apparel line. And I was like, this stuff is dope. This is pretty cool. I need a sweatshirt. <laughs> and um, I've just followed her um, you know, on IG, we connected and have just been following her. And I think she's pretty great. Um, and what she's doing is awesome. She's created this lane for herself in um, this food and culinary world and is moving in it and doing some awesome things. So I wanted to share that and I wanted her to share her story. Um, Ronnie has taken... Um, everything food and her love for jewelry and created this, I guess I'll call it a marriage, a relationship between the two and created her line and um, her passion for food and is inspired for and by chefs and bakers and, um, and those of us who are foodies. So let's get into it. Let's talk to Ronnie Singletary. Welcome. Ronnie Singletary is here today and she has created some awesome um, apparel, clothing, um, some really cool um, like quotes about food and really um, you've just created this jewelry line for um, foodies, foodies and chefs and yeah. food enthusiasts and Sugar hustlers, as I call them. Yeah, and I love it. I love it. Thank but you. we met a few years back at, um, it was in Brooklyn, at a food festival called Taste Talks. And um, this room, again, it was, you know, it was hot in this room. And you were there kind of like in the beginning, the first part of the room, and I turned over. And we were like, oh, these are these cool um, sweatshirts and T-shirts, like, um, I think, is it foodie? It's foodie snob. I think food I remember. Snob, or food snob. Foodie, yes. Yeah. And so I was like, these are really cute. And so we started a conversation. And so we, talk, we were talking about the jewelry and all the things that you're doing. And someone stole one of your shirts. Or bags. bags. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and yes, so, and you did. were like, did she just steal my bag? And this girl came by and she was like, oh, you know, and I was like, 
did that just happen? And we couldn't believe it. Yes. So then that's how <laughs> we started. Um, that's how we connected. And I've just admired what you've been doing for, I think that's been a couple of years now. I don't even know if they do taste talks anymore. They didn't do it last year. Yeah. So, um, but it was these events and things that we go to. It's, it's wonderful um, because you have an opportunity to meet people and just see who's doing, um, you know, what you're doing or something different that's happening out here in this culinary world and people who, you know, look like us and who are just like, we don't see, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. What is she doing? Or what's he doing? Or, and so it's just really cool to see it. So, yes. um, you know, Ronnie, introduce yourself. Thank you for being here today. I'm very happy that you're here and um, tell everybody what you're doing. Tell us about Sugar Hustle. Yes. So thank you for having me. I, I appreciate that. We uh, we met there. I remember that. I remember that moment when that woman stole my bag. I still think <laughs> like, about that yeah. often. Um, but Sugar Hustle. Um, so I do everything for Sugar Hustle. I do all the designing. Um, I, when I say I do everything, I do the designing. Mm -hmm. um, Sugar Hustle was born in my bedroom. Um, I graduated culinary school. I have a culinary background. My mm. specialty was pastry arts. Okay. Yep. And um, I've been enthralled with anything, everything food and culinary pretty much my whole life. Okay. You know, when I was younger, I was making cakes. And it's funny because I think about it often, but I would make a carrot cake and put shredded carrots on the outside of the cake. And if anybody knows what happened with shredded carrots, they oxidize mm -hmm. when you put them on the outside of the cake. So it was kind of funny as a kid, you make this beautiful cake and then you put shredded carrots on the outside and they oxidize and you're like, oh, okay, no, no. shouldn't have did that. Um, but I have been cooking and baking for as long as I can remember, for nice. as long as I can remember. So that morphed into me going into culinary school eventually. Nursing was my first major. It wasn't my thing. Okay. Um, I went into culinary school and um, actually went, worked at a, as a pastry chef assistant prior to culinary school. Oh, I did okay. that at a hotel on the Jersey shore just to make sure I wanted to meet the investment in culinary school. And it was, it was great. It was early mornings. It was the hustle. It was, you know, you have to be there four o'clock in the morning to get That's ready for breakfast. Um, but I had, I just loved it. I loved it. It was electric. The environment was electric. Um, and that's how kitchens are. It was hot. It was, it was the grit. It was the, you know, the screaming and the, the move and the get the work done. And oh, the get do, the patients is there a lot made. of screaming? Yeah. Those things you see on Gordon Ramsay, yeah. those, that's, that's real. real. That's a real, oh. real situation in the okay. kitchen. Um, but that's what propelled me to say, you know what, let me just get some of that knowledge mm -hmm. behind. So I went to culinary school. I graduated from culinary school and I've been working in the food industry ever okay. since. Um, but I really got into it after my son was born. So I have a son. He's 11. Oh, nice. Yeah, my little baby. And after my son was born, I stayed home for a while from work. Okay. And I started baking. I started baking and I would do cakes and I would do cupcakes and I was doing all the fondant cakes and I was doing all that fun stuff. And I actually, um, on a whim, mm -hmm. um, made cupcakes and submitted them into my local fair. Oh. As, a, as an entry. Okay. Um, and it was clearly on a whim. I had been making them. People were buying them. People were, were placing orders. And it was just something really just to do while, my, while I was home. My son. Okay. Supplemental income. Yep. People were buying them. 
on a whim, I saw a flyer to say that my local fair, which is pretty big, my local fair was happening and they were having all these contests, baking contests, cakes, and there was different categories. One of them was cupcakes. Mm -hmm. So I made a batch of my pina colada cupcakes recipe that I had been working on. And that it was kind of yeah, and it was kind of cream cheese, coconut cream cheese, pineapple cream cheese icing with the pineapple cream cheese icing with the coconut cake. What is that? And then you put a toasted, and then I did toasted coconut garnish. It they were now, the, see, I don't even. I'll tell. I am not a huge coconut fan at all. But that right there, I'm like, I could, I would try it. Yeah. Oh it yeah, was, that sounds. Amazing. It was good. And I decorated them beautiful because you were judged on all, all aspects. Okay. The taste, how you decorate them. And I put a little umbrella, drink umbrella mm-hmm. in them, right? And I just dropped them off thinking, okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> didn't even go back for when they were judging the contest. What? Didn't even, didn't even think. It was kind of like, all right, well, let's just see what happens. Yeah. I actually went when they were taking the fair down. So the fair was over. They were taking <clears throat> the fair down and they had sent out that email to say, these were the winners. Uh-huh. Come pick up your ribbon. I had one first place. Get out of here. I had one first place. That's an applause. I... That's an applause. <laughs> and I was thrilled, but that was one of those little signs to say, okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this is your thing. Keep going. Um, <clears throat> so I baked for a long time. Okay. I baked for a long time. My, my red velvet is what's the most requested. I actually just recently thought about baking for Valentine's Day, but I just don't have the time. Um, I only I only really bake my son's cakes right now. Okay, his birthday cakes. We might have to we <laughs> might have to inquire, um, get something going, add another element to the sugar hustle. Right. <laughs> and a lot of people say that they're like, "When you're gonna bake, or when you're gonna bake your red velvet, when you're gonna bake your cakes?" And it's just it's just a time thing. Yeah, you know, you're trying to fit everything. You know, you're trying to fit everything in. Um, but I would do my sugar hustling mm-hmm, whenever mm-hmm. I wanted to make some extra money. Um, and one day I was sugar hustling and somebody called me and, um, he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, nah, I never said it out loud before okay. as far as sugar hustle. And okay. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm sugar hustling. And mm-hmm. I almost stopped myself in my tracks. Wow. And I was like, mm, that's okay. it. And it was a day in November in 2014. Wow. And I said, oh, Okay. So I got off the phone with him and I wrote it down and I texted to a few of my sister and a few of my girlfriends. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, I think I'm going to start something new. Nice. Within an hour, I had researched the name to make sure nobody had, had it. it. Mm-hmm. Within a week, I had registered the business and I went right to apparel. I went right to, I don't see anybody making anything novelty for bakers uh-huh. specifically, because that was kind of my thing. Okay. But and even for chefs and foodies, mm-hmm. food enthusiasts, there's nothing out there. You might get a gimmick t-shirt every yeah. now and again, yeah. but it's going to be the gimmick quality as well. It's yeah. not going to be a good quality, soft, nice, yeah. um, something I could even throw in with jeans and a blazer mm-hmm. type t-shirt. And then I just started designing from there. Nice. My sister got me in contact with a graphic designer, some kid. And I just said, like, this is kind of what I do, what I want to do. Yeah. I took a piping bag of icing. Okay. And I um, laid down parchment paper and mm-hmm. I actually wrote out my logo. Get out of here. I wrote out my logo with a piping bag of icing. And I took, I still have the picture. Yeah. And this, and, and Sugar Hustle was born. Wow. And Sugar awesome. Hustle was born. Yeah. So there That's was really, really no awesome. plan. There was really no, there was nothing put out there other than, okay, that, 
that happened and that felt right. Mm-hmm. That felt good. And that happened and that felt right and that felt good. Mm-hmm. So this this is this is how I got here. Yeah. That's and that this sounds like you were already prepared for it. The preparation you had been doing, you know, the groundwork and you just didn't even, you know how we we do things and you do the groundwork. Um, you know, with you know, being in culinary school and, and working in restaurants and, and baking and you were doing all that stuff, not knowing it was going to lead you to this. And yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. really I mean, you cool. Never, you never know, but you just got to make sure you're ready. And paying yeah. atten- you know, you're paying attention because mm-hmm. that moment could have come and passed. It sure could have. That moment could have come and passed and I've just built on it from there into what it is now. Okay. So with the apparel... Um, as I said, I design everything. Mm-hmm. I work with a graphic designer, a great graphic designer. Um, but when it comes to me or when I'm on, I'm on. Yeah. Y- you know, when yeah. I'm on and I write every little thing down and I pay very close attention to what's out there, um, what people are what people are into in the culinary industry. Um, again, trying to stay away from really too gimmicky, trying to stay away from too gimmicky, um, even with the thought of being able to dress it up or dress it down okay. and it just being really, really comfortable. So that was kind of the apparel piece. That's kind of where the apparel piece goes. And in regard to jewelry, I grew up in the jewelry business. Okay. So my family owned a jewelry business. I started working there probably eighth or ninth grade. Okay. I'd get out of school and go to Asbury Park because mm-hmm. that's, that's the area I'm from, go to Asbury Park. And my family had a jewelry business there since the 1960s. So my mom would work there. My aunt worked there. I would work there. So everything in my family has always been jewelry. Every gift we've ever gotten, even Valentine's Day gifts. It's funny because mm-hmm. my mom would always just give, like, we knew we would always get, get jewelry. jewelry. Yeah, we knew we would always, <laughs> I love a, jewelry. Yeah, I think it's a, a wonderful thing. We always thing. get jewelry. And it's funny when I meet people and they're like, I'm not a jewelry person. I'm like, really? Oh, <laughs> I don't just, even understand that. <laughs> really, I love it all. Ju- yeah, you're not a jewelry person. Um, so we've always had these connections. Okay. And when I thought about the novelty aspect of sugar hustle mm-hmm. and being available to that audience pretty that's pretty specific mm-hmm. and my food in, food enthusiasts and my sugar hustlers and my chefs um it came it, the jewelry piece just came natural okay you know it was pretty much just tapping into my resources that we have worked with people i work with the people i'm working with now my family has worked with for years okay for years nice. and it was just bringing my designs to them saying can we do this can we do that how would this look? How would this feel? And then getting it to my audience, market research, getting it to my audience and, mm-hmm. and see how it was received. How have you been um, <clears throat> reaching your customer? Like, what have you been, you know, you've been doing this now for a couple of years. What have you been doing to just, um, you know, broaden your reach? That's still a work in progress, but my greatest successes have come from the shows like I met you at. Okay. So Taste Talks. I've mm-hmm. done a lot of um, shows in, so I've done a lot with bakers. I've gotten a, a lot of great reception from that community at the sugar hustling community. Okay. So I've gone to shows in Miami. I've gone to shows mainly Miami and Los Angeles. I've done a lot of shows. Okay. I've done a lot of shows in, um, I do, I've done like the Atlantic City Food and Wine Festival. Okay. I just did the Great Food Expo in mm-hmm. New Jersey. So it really really has been getting out where I know my my audience is and okay. getting right in front of them. And that has come in the form of right now, mm-hmm. the food shows, gotcha. the food shows and the expos and the cons. Okay. Yeah, the What's your favorite part? What's your favorite part about, you know, doing what you're doing? Because I know we all, you know, we all, it's a, it, there is, although you, we love what we're doing, but that work part of it, sometimes there's things that you're like, oh. 
wish I didn't have to do this, but you have to do it because it's, part, it's of part of it. Yeah. yeah, it's part of the business. Interacting with my customers. Okay. To see, you know, there's something about somebody that cooks. And for me, when I cook mm-hmm. um, and when I was in the kitchen, yeah. there's almost an instant gratification. When you see somebody take a bite of your cupcake, you're mm-hmm. like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And their um, reaction. And their reaction. Yeah. And it's the same thing when I see people's faces light up when they see Sugar Hustle. Nice. When they come to my table and they're like, oh my gosh, what is this? I've never seen this before. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, yes, that's it. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm standing here. So that's my absolute favorite part. And I do enjoy the design piece awesome. because everything has come from, from me. Okay. You know, and, and inspiration around me, of course, but from, you know, all my designs. Mm-hmm. So I do enjoy that piece a lot as well. Good. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm okay. glad. And it's and it's really wonderful to see um, your passion and what you're doing. And this is going to be huge. So I am a huge supporter of Sugar Hustle. I appreciate Definitely. that. I appreciate yes. that. We're just venturing into our opportun- our first opportunity in regard to retail. Okay. So that's been kind of the next when you say get out there and get in front of the customer. Um, understanding that path for Sugar Hustle has been a little bit of a road for me because I'm like, eh, retail, brick and mortar as far as just the Sugar Hustle store or do I go in somewhere? Kind of mm-hmm. what does that look like? I'm, do I want to go into a market? You know, a pop-up? That yeah. kind of thing. Um, because I, I have had such, a, such success with the, with the shows. Okay. Um, and then residual from the shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm, we're venturing in, or I'm venturing into my first retail location um, within the next month, hopefully, in Manhattan. Great location. Um, not going to reveal it just yet okay. because it's still in the works. That's but fun. it's it's somewhere we'll where watching. we yes, it's somewhere where we'll uh, Sugar Hustle will be accessible to a lot of folks. Nice. A, a lot of folks. A lot of folks. So I'm I'm so excited to be to have this opportunity and with another female. A business owner, yes. you know, um, as far as a, it's a kitchenware store or okay. a culinary store. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that's what's next, and that's what I'm really excited about right now. Well, we're here, and we're definitely supporting you. So please tell everyone um, until you can, you know, release or let us all know what the next steps are and the next great platform you're going to be on. Tell us how we can get in contact with you. Where, where do we find you now? What, what's, what's happening out there? So on all social media platforms, I am at, at Sugar Hustle Apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always available by email okay. at sugarhustleapparel at gmail.com. Okay. And your website is? Oh, sugarhustle.com. Yay. Yes. Yay. Yeah. So will you stick around with us for a little while longer and we're going to, you know, get into some other segments of the show? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Sugar Hustle, everybody. here today with my guest, um, Ronnie Singletary from Sugar Hustle. And we are about to get into one of my, you know, favorite things. And, and that's the food lover in me. And 
I've discovered, and I probably am late, I am, but also there's not a lot of them here in New York. I'm in New York City, people. And there are not a lot of them here. So in my travel over the last few weeks, and what I'm talking about is Chick-fil-A. Now, people have been talking about Chick-fil-A for a long time. It's here now, Ronnie, in New York. I think we have like two, maybe three, but I know, okay, I think there are three. Yeah, There's three. three. And so, you know, I've gone there. I've been to Chick-fil-A out um, in the Midwest now. It's out in the Midwest and down South. And I'm like, okay, this is really good. This is really good. But can I just talk about this breakfast that I have discovered? Oh, Talk at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> now, I was in Atlanta airport waiting and waiting and waiting because we've had some crazy weather out here. And I'm like, you know what? It's early. And everyone talks about Chick-fil-A breakfast. Let me go over here and see why all of these people are in line for chicken at eight o'clock in the morning. So I get... <laughs> get in line, get my little, you know, my little sandwich. I, I, Chick-fil-A. It's really bad. I am hooked. Like I am hooked. That chicken and egg biscuit is something people. So those of us here in New York, if you haven't, I know we go there for lunch, but if you have not been there for breakfast, that's that's just something you have to add. And it's sad I shouldn't be having Chick-fil-A for breakfast, but I'm every once in a while I'm going to Chick-fil-A and I'm getting that chicken and biscuit sandwich because that is a damn shame how good it is. And I'm going to try it now. You haven't had it? I have not <gasps> had the breakfast. I Listen. do like their salad. I do like a salad. I, Cobb salad, I think that they have. And okay, we're gonna let you slide with that. So salad. I do the salad. Well, I do the salad when I'm trying to avoid the. Carbs. I, okay, I hear you though, but okay. but now I'm sold on yeah. the breakfast. Thank you. Listen, I'm gonna try that dag on. And I don't. And I'm not a big biscuit person. Like mm, I, I like rolls because I make rolls and mm-hmm. I'm up. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I could say is that dag on chicken and egg biscuit sandwich is to die for. And, you know, I wish I could get Chick-fil-A to like, you know, sponsor a show now or something because, you know, I'm talking about their chicken sandwich. But that, that thing I go on chicken sandwich is delicious. And did you know they have an app? Now that's something else I didn't know. There was a Chick-fil-A app. No. And so when I I mentioned this to a friend of mine, I was like, she was like, girl, there's a Chick-fil-A app. (laughs) I was like, what? What? Why is there a Chick-fil-A app? So if you're not in, you know, we wouldn't understand it. At least I don't I wouldn't understand it in this area. But if you live, you know, she's from, you know, living in uh, North Carolina. So um, I guess, you you know, like any other app, you order your food before because there's, listen, there's always a line at Chick-fil-A. No matter where you go, no matter what state you're in, we, there is, all, I've never been to any restaurant. There's always a line. Always inside and the drive-thru. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, well, what in the world? So now there's an app. So I guess this app you can, I don't even want to think about the app. I'm not putting that app on my phone. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, you can either, or just, you can, of course, order your food ahead of time. You go in and pick it up. Um, and then there's a, they have something where you put in what type of car you have. So you 
order your food, <laughs> tell you what kind of car. car. Yes, yes, yes. I want to pound on this table. I won't do it to you, Jason. Um, but they they will come out to your car. You say, oh, oh, you're in the gray um, Honda out there. Yeah. And, they and they're always so nice. They are. They're always And that's so what nice. does it. Mm-hmm. That's what does it. Because, I mean, you can have a bad day. And you're like, oh, I'm hungry. And everybody's smiling. And I think that's also a little tough here in New York because the expectation, at least mine is, yes, they're nice in the beginning. Give them a couple of months and you are going to get the tood. You are going to get it. But not yet. Nope. Not yet. I think they get rid of you. If you even crack, if it, you thinking about changing your that attitude, not their you're out the door. That is not their culture. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all, that's the food lover in me. I I have a few issues, but it's okay. Um, I have discovered this daggone Chick-fil-A breakfast sandwich. And <laughs> Jason, Jason is, you know, our sound guy. He's here really laughing at me, like, really. But seriously, that. I'm sold. It. I'm going up. I will be trying it this week. <laughs> okay. I'm on the road for work. I'll yeah. be trying it this week. Stop. Yes. Make the stop yes. and do it. You'll be like, what? Really? Okay, I'm done. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. So. We're going to get into, we're going to get into a little, um, we're going to get into a little foodie news. There's some cool things happening out here, here in New York. And um, I want to talk about um, a chef that I've met recently, Chef JJ Johnson. He is here in New York and he has um, started some, some really great um, things. He's, he has a restaurant here that's in Midtown and um, that restaurant's called the Henry and the Henry um, is at the Life Hotel. Have you had a chance to check it out yet? I have not, but it's on my list. Yeah, okay. Yes, so, yes. definitely on so my list. So check out the Henry because he's doing some great things there. And um, he has some, at the, have, at the Henry, there's also um, a lounge that's downtown, downstairs. And um, they have this um, paper like a, a brown paper bag chicken. So they have all these like fried chicken and it comes and out in a brown, brown paper, paper bag. Mm. Yeah. And what I haven't um, had before and never even thought about it was oxtail egg rolls. Really? I know. Right. Right. Really? Yes. Yes. Pretty good. Surprisingly Ooh. good. Cause I'm not, I was like, how's that? I'm like, mm, I don't know. Not bad. Not bad at all. Mm, but I think you're selling me again. Yeah. <laughs> I got you again. I got you again. But yes, again. Um, Chef J.J. Johnson, he's straight out of Harlem. And he's also coming to Clio TV. Clio TV is part of um, TV One. And um, he's coming out with the very own cooking show, Just Eats with J.J. Johnson. So you got to tune in um, for some great cocktails, some great food recipes and cooking tips and uh, lots and lots of surprises he does some kind of some cool things and he has some celebrity guests there so check out just eats with jj johnson Mm. i think you know there's a lot of things he has going on and he's young and upcoming young man he's kind of taken over the culinary world it seems like here in new york city so that's cool good stuff yay Okay, Ronnie, we are approaching our central food fact. Mm -hmm. It is time. 
So let's talk about it. If you are looking to spice up your sex life, Eat This Not That confirms that chili peppers are one of the hottest fruits out there. And I'm not just talking taste. Each pepper contains a compound called capsaicin, which releases chemicals that increase heart rate, mirrors signs of arousal, and revs up your libido. So the next time you throw some chili peppers into your meal, make sure you leave some room for dessert. Mm-hmm. Now that's food worth working. Okay, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us. And thank you, Ronnie Singletary from Sugar Hustle for being here today. It's been a great day. Thank you so much. And thank you. And please follow us, Food Worth Forking, on Instagram at Delicious Bites LW, Twitter at Delicious Bites, and website deliciousbites.co. And until we meet again, make it a delicious bite.